We continue our series on feelings today, and we are dealing with the most powerful feeling, some would say, anger. Remember, we dealt with happiness, accepting the joy of Jesus and letting that joy fulfill our lives. We talked last week about sadness, quit worrying yourself to death and accept the joy of Jesus. And today we're all mad. This is the big one. This is the knot in the stomach and the catch in our throat. We understand anger. I understand anger. Several years ago, I was at one of the happiest places on earth, Disney World. It was pouring down rain, so I had driven to the front entrance to let Gail and the girl girls go in and I was going to find a parking place. I maneuvered around and maneuvered around, searching for a place, and finally I saw a car with its lights on coming out of a parking spot. So I stopped and I put my blinker on and I prepared to pull in. There was another car on the other side coming towards me that thought they should have that parking lot, parking space. When the car backed out, I began to pull in. The man in the other car jumped out of his car, ran up to my car, banged on my driver's window, shook his fist in the pouring rain, and said, if you take that parking spot, I will ram your car. You back up. Now, I've cleaned it up a little bit for you, but that's the gist of what he had to say. In that moment, I had a couple of options. One, I could roll my window down and shake my fist back at him. Two, I could just pull into the parking lot and leave him standing in the rain. Or three, I could let him have the parking spot. What would you have done? Well, I backed out of the parking spot and let him have it. It was a rental car, and I didn't want to go through the hassle. But mainly, I chose my battle and thought it was best to wait and fight another day. I still feel that anger. Even as I tell you that story, my stomach is tight and my throat is tight, and I have this anger at that man. It was 15 years ago. Get over it. And I'm working on it, but I'm not there yet. James says, anger does not bring righteous living. Anger does not bring righteous living. Holding my anger at that man does not bring righteous living. Oh, come on. I don't want to turn the other cheek. I don't want to forgive, and I sure don't want to forget. I know people who say, I may forgive you, but I won't forget. And I know other people who say, I, I don't forgive, I get even. But all of that is laced with anger. Do you hear it? Anger does not bring on righteous living. And the 
Jesus, who is meek and mild, I don't, I don't want that Jesus. I want clearing the temple Jesus. I want demons into pigs Jesus. I want anger, righteously, arrogant, indignation. It feels good. Anger does not bring on righteous living, no matter how righteously indignant we may be. And do you see, even when I speak of anger, I clench my fist. I feel it. Do you feel it? There's lots to be angry about today. There's lots going on in our nation. There's lots going on in our world. I'm sick and tired of this pandemic, and I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. What about you? I don't want to be angry, but I want to be angry. I don't want to lash out, but I want to lash out. The problem is, to whom am I angry? To whom do I lash out? And it just makes me a smaller person. I'm mad at whoever started this pandemic. I'm sick and tired of selfish people in this pandemic. I'm mad at politicians and others who manipulate us during this culture. I'm a little ticked off because I can't go eat Mexican. I'm good at anger. But if I'm not careful, if we are not careful, we'll become that angry person who lashes out at everyone. Anger does not bring about righteous living. So what do we do with our angry feelings? How do we be angry and sin not? First, we have to feel our anger and admit that's what we have. Anger starts in our gut and it works up. And many of us are afraid to use the word angry, so we say, oh, I'm not angry, I'm, I'm frustrated. Oh, I'm not angry, I'm, I'm just irritated. Oh, I'm not angry. And even as we say we're not angry, we are angry. So first, to admit to what we're feeling. And then secondly, to figure out at what level we are feeling this anger. On a scale of one to 10, how angry are you? One being a little irritated and 10 being I'd like to drop an atomic bomb on them. Where on the spectrum are you? First you feel it and admit it. I'm angry. Now, how angry are you on the spectrum? And many of us feel anger and immediately want to drop the bomb when rarely does another's actions merit a bomb. If your brother offends you, turn the other cheek. For many of us, that's a difficult turn. So we feel anger in our gut. We feel the level of anger that we have, and then we move it from down here up here. And we put it in our head, and we think, we think before we act. What do I want 
to do with my anger? Who might get hurt from my anger? What might the consequences of my anger be? How angry am I? Who needs to feel my anger? How serious is my anger? And when I intellectualize my anger first, I usually react and respond responsibly. When I feel anger and just gush out and lash out, I am not responsible and I am not righteous. But when I feel my anger down here and I move it up here and think through and then I act, it's usually responsible to take my anger and move from my gut to my head and then to my actions. That's a responsible way to handle anger. But anger still gets in the way. Anger does not bring righteous living. So what do we do with our anger? We handle it responsibly. But even handling it responsibly keeps it in us. Unless you can dump it somewhere. So what do we do with our anger? We love. We love one another. When I'm angry at you, I try to love you. When I'm angry at the world, I try to love the world. When I'm angry at politicians, I try to love politicians. To pray for them. To lift up those with whom I'm angry. Because it's impossible to love one another and be angry at them. It's impossible. Try it. Try being angry and try saying I love you right beside one another. Probably the anger will spill over. So just say I love you. And next time, let's try this. Do we ever get to share our anger? Do we ever get to dump our anger? Do we ever get to have righteous indignation? Of course. You can be angry today. You can dump it wherever you want and probably hurt someone and hurt yourself. Anger does not bring on righteous living. Anger is best expressed through love, and love always brings righteous living. Greater love has no man than this that he would lay down his life for his friends. Jesus modeled for us perfectly how to live with anger. And even Jesus got angry a time or two. But more often than not, Jesus loved. And in the midst of my anger today, it would do me well to accept and to live into the love of Jesus. What about you? God, forgive us for our anger when it breaks relationships, when it hurts feelings, when it destroys 
good things that we've built up. God, help us. Help us to love, to live into the joy that is so fulfilling and overcoming that sadness and madness are cast out. Thank you, God, for Jesus and the model of love that brings on righteous living. Help us to follow that example this day. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.